Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my gorgeous little villains or seductors, <laughs> whatever you were for Halloween. How was your Halloween, Jess? <gasps> My Halloween was so good, but now it's November 2nd, so all I can think about is Christmas. But my Halloween was great. What did you do? I never think about <laughs> Halloween, even on Halloween. Oh, you don't? No, I don't like it. Yeah. The dressing up for me is like torture. Is seductor a word? Seductor? I feel like it is. Because what would it be like seducty? Yeah. Seductress. No. I don't know. Seductress. It's probably that. <laughs> it's probably that. Um, You looked awesome. No, I didn't. What you think? <laughs> Logan comes over because Schroeder told me that she's having a Halloween party. Okay. Yeah. For me, I remember like, yes, you're having a Halloween party. But I just assumed like Hartford would be in bed. Yeah. No kids. I'm going to bring my ass out because she deserves a moment. <laughs> I know. You said to me, you're like sexy adult Halloween party at Yeah, Stassi's. no, there were definitely children there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jeremiah, one of our producers, was there yeah. and he had his kids. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Wait, because your ass was out? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he was like, Lala, I've known you for a really long time. I would never expect you to show up anywhere <laughs> with your ass covered. <laughs> so... I thought it looked amazing. You were the Joker? Is that what it was? No. Or you were a referee? Was a <laughs> oh, you were Beetlejuice. <laughs> you can. I can't. People were like, are you supposed to be a sexy inmate? I was like, no. So I was supposed to be Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. but because I don't like Halloween, didn't try it on. Yeah. It comes with a wig, a green wig. <laughs> I put it on and was like, a nerd. <laughs> Hell no. Will you catch me in bad. these streets with this wig on? So Logan was over. I put it yeah. on and we were both like, nerd, nerd, nerd. Absolutely not. I take it off. I was like, fuck this. I'm wearing street clothes. Yeah. And he, he was like, no, just wear the costume with your hair normal. I was like, I haven't washed my hair in like six days. <laughs> so he was like, put it up. And I was like, thank God we got the ear pinned back <laughs> for moments like this. Where exactly. you just got to... You know, that's my favorite hairstyle. When you do yeah. the top bun with the bangs. Yeah. It's it was, like Pam Anderson. I don't know. It's something. It gives something that I It love. was giving whatever. Here I am. <laughs> I don't care. Like the last time I dressed up for Halloween, I was 21 years old. Yeah. I wore a blue like M&M costume. Stop. One of those a, big round ones? Yes. Not a sexy was, one. No. And it was from when I was a little kid. It just happened to fit still. A little shorter. 
Yes. I think my ass may have been out then too. Okay. So it was but still- <laughs> somewhat sexy. But, but you know the foot coverings, like the yeah. big I wore those and the hand gloves. <laughs> That's funny. It was awesome. And I never I haven't dressed up since then until this year. And this was a reminder that I'm never doing it again. Yeah. Until Ocean expresses interest in her mom dressing up for Halloween. When Ocean like if Ocean loves Halloween and she wants me to dress up, then I totally will do it. But right. until then, like I said, nerr. Well, I know today we're recording this on Halloween, but did are you going to take her trick-or-treating? Or do you think I mean she doesn't really eat candy, so don't you Well, if she's young? with her Gigi, she consumes a lot oh. of sugar. <laughs> I was like, fucking stop it, mom. What are you doing? I love But like, that's l- like the corner of my eye, like slipping her cotton candy. I'm like, <laughs> enough. Enough of it already. That's what grandparents are for. I know, but my mom lives with me. Yeah. So it's an every, like, yeah. not every day because I would lose my mind, but it's right. like an often thing where she's like, she just wants a bite. I'm like, I know, but she's so young that she's not going to like spinach anymore because she's going to want the cotton candy instead. Right. Like, why am I going to eat this green stuff when there, cotton candy exists? When I know there's cookies in the cabinet. Why the fuck would I eat this? <laughs> you know? Right. So you're not going to take her trick or treating? I said, you know, again, I hate that. Oh. I got to stop. No, I don't think we'll do trick-or-treating. I think we'll just go over to Stassi's house and chill. I've nice. heard that when they're like two, two and a half is when trick-or-treating is fun. Like right now, yeah, she just wants to hang out with her friends. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to do. Cute. Yeah. By the way, hmm. this weekend, great. Ass was out. Totally fine. Failed on the wig. Whatever. I don't care. Failed on the wig. How whatever. was the uh, weird, weird whatever it's called? A weird emo concert. (laughs) Yeah. I got DMs being like, what did Lala say about this when you told her you were going? I was like, she said, I have no idea any of those bands besides like Avril Lavigne, who didn't show, by the way. No. Yeah. But I don't know if that was planned and she was only planning the first weekend. But I went to We Were Young Fest in Vegas. It was everything. I I was expecting, I have to be honest, I wasn't expecting a lot. I was like, there's too many people. It's going to be unorganized. Well, that scared me for you. Yeah, I was like, this is the first year they're doing it. They're probably going to run out of merch, run out of food, run out of drinks. They had it all, and it was like shockingly organized. Why? Because no one wanted to go. (laughs) (laughs) Literally packed. It was packed. There were a couple times where I was standing in the crowd, because Kyle likes hard more like hardcore stuff and people who actually love hardcore are gonna screaming yeah they're gonna be hearing me and be like that is not a hardcore band but to me like knocked loose and glass jaw they're like screaming a lot and then a pit forms yeah and people are like smashing into each other and a couple times i I told kyle because we were up front and i was like we gotta we gotta go in the back yeah well i saw your story this morning yeah and with like the lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and you that's really, like horrifying for me. It would so have been scary. your nightmare to be honest. It looked like my nightmare. <laughs> it looked like my nightmare. But yeah, I mean, overall, obviously. You were safe. Yeah, overall, we were safe and it was uh, very organized and everyone had a great time and it was a lot of fun and I got to see Paramore and My Chemical Romance and I was living for it. I know one, like- <laughs> I know one Param, what's that song? One Paramore song? Yeah. I chimed in with the haven't you people that's ever not, heard of. <laughs> I love that Paramore. song. Wait. No, that's Panic at the Disco. What's the, what's the song in. that everyone <laughs> What's the song that everyone knows of Paramore? <laughs> what the, 
I love that song. I chimed in. That's a great Paramore song. <laughs> no, I know that that's Panic at the Disco. What's the Paramore song that everyone knows? The one that everyone knows, I guess, is probably like Misery Business. That's the one. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I remember now. <laughs> so there's that. Also, did you Fun. see Kyle Richards' Lady Gun shoot? Wait, no? What? Have you heard of Lady Gun before? No, I have no idea what this Lady is. Lady Gun is a magazine. I did a shoot for them. Like, I want to say I hadn't even, I don't even think I had been on Vanderpump Rules or like my season hadn't aired yet. So okay. it, this shows how long ago it was. And I wanted to like post my Lady Gun photos because okay. I was like, I look so fucking <gasps> snatched. Did you? Know? you? No, because then I was like, this is attention seeking. Okay. Like, in honor of Kyle Richards' Lady Gun shoot, here's mine. <laughs> Do you have them? Because 100% we should post on the podcast. Yes. And I have like page. a little baby face. It was before my Stop. like injections. It was before I You had the this round baby face that round we all had. Baby and you face. were drinking. So I that was probably still helped. drinking. I don't think I had fully, fully submersed myself into alcoholism <laughs> okay. at that point in okay. time. Okay. But we were well on our way. Is that a word? Submerse? I don't know. I'm immersed. Immersed and submerged. (laughs) Is immersed a word? Immersed. Yeah. Did her lady gun. She looked snatched. Did she? She looked freaking hot. Yeah. Immersed is dip or submerge in a liquid. Submerge. Isn't that what I said? Submerge. I think you said submersed. So you. (laughs) Wow. I didn't go to college. I didn't. I still don't know these words. Submerge is cause to be underwater. Completely cover or obscure. So submerge it is. Um, Kyle Richards, Lady Gun. So then if you're listening to this, which you obviously are, you would not be hearing me right now, but we will post those photos. They're really cute. They're super cute and sexy. And just like, I love it. 23, 24, just freaking snatched. (laughs) Maybe I was a little older than that. I can't remember. Anyway, I had a date night with, with Katie over the weekend on Friday because my mom went back to Utah for okay. Halloween to see her two other grandbabies. Okay, fun. And Katie and I went to this spot in the valley and everyone was on a date and had a partner. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So we were looking at each other like, well, this is fun. <laughs> I was like, I love being on a date with you, Katie. And then we started talking about like, dudes and our type of guys and you know when we're talking to new dudes we like will send each other like their instagram handles you have to and i told her i just don't think my type of guy like this is what i'm looking for and this is just my type because she's like i want to take you to silver lake and i was like my type of guy don't exist in silver lake that's true i think katie's type what i know of katie exists her type exists in silver lake yes so you want to know what her comeback was we need to reevaluate your type of guy. Oh, okay. What'd you think about that? Stupid. <gasps> like, no, <laughs> it's stupid. In a way, probably, yes. I love a dude who's um, emotionally unavailable. Okay. Yes. I love a guy who ghosts me. Plenty of those in Silver Lake. I can tell really? you that much. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Love a guy who's like not really around that much. <laughs> But then I'm telling, I'm telling her, this is what I want. When you say this is what I want, do you say those things? Or are you saying this is what I want? Someone emotionally available, all the things that you're not actually. All of the things that I say I want, I go for dudes who are the opposite of that. Okay. So what do you want? I would like a guy who's 
Very simple. I want consistency and Uh I want transparency. I'm easy. Mm -hmm. All right. I've realized that I wasn't easy in my last relationship because I was unhappy. So I was on 10 all the time Mm -hmm. in a real normal relationship where I'm not triggered by someone, by my person just breathing. I'm fucking easy. Mm -hmm. Keep it real. Be consistent. And by the way, there are dudes that I'm talking to right now where the groundwork was laid of being inconsistent. So I know what I'm in for, right? Right. We can go three days, five days, 30 days without speaking. And maybe it's because those dudes I started talking to at like the very beginning of my I'm fresh out of the torture chamber. Right. So it was like, I don't need to talk to you every day. But I understand the assignment with that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Here's my question. Do you think you're going for emotionally unavailable subconsciously or no? Like because you know subconsciously that you're like not ready to be in a relationship. So you might because if you had a guy who is transparent and consistent to me, you're you might get in a relationship within the next few months. But is that not true? Because that's just me going off of how I would act. So, yeah. You know, no, I think I think you're right. Mm. And Chris Medina told me he said you have so much healing to still do that the chances of you opening yourself up to a relationship right now, there's a very high chance that you could welcome in toxicity mm. because you've been dealing with it for so long that it feels familiar and you your brain starts firing mm-hmm. when toxicity comes into play because it's familiar to you. Right. So that part really freaks me out. And I I think even though... I know that I want to be in a relationship and I want to find my person. I just think timing is everything and I just don't think it's the right time. Not the right time. Yeah. I have too much that needs to get done Mm -hmm. before I can open myself up to someone. And again, we spoke about this last week. Time has done a lot of my healing, but there's going to be a moment where I need to start talking to someone to really unpack things. Mm Mm-hmm. So that when I go out and I'm ready to date someone and let someone into my world, I'm a healthy human being. Yeah. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to meet someone and have be my mind firing every time. It's like, it gets a little bit inconsistent where it's like, this feels, this is where I thrive because this is familiar. That's like not what I want. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And just in my personal opinion, just because I talk to girlfriends who I hear this all the time who are single and you'll hear a lot of people be like, well, that's not how men are these days. You just have to be okay with like inconsistency. But to me, I'm like, absolutely not. That's no. not a, like, that's not, I, I was just talking to a girl, a single girlfriend back at home about this. And she was like, that's just how guys are. And I just have to be okay with that. Like if I don't hear from him for, you know, four or five days, then fine. And I'm like, in my opinion, I'm like, no, you don't have to settle for that. Sure, maybe that's how a lot of younger men are, like 20s, 30s, even 40s these days. But there are also lots of men out there who are not like that. Well, that's like saying you're not going to find a girl who doesn't post ass photos. Right. Which <laughs> I very much do that, but it's okay. <laughs> but I have a kind heart. <laughs> nice ass and kind heart. What more could you want? What more could you ask for? What more? So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. 
I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. Here's what I love about doing a podcast. It doesn't really require any glam, like at all. I can podcast in comfort and for me, that means wearing my new favorite, super soft Quince Cashmere Tee. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless, comfortable pieces that keep me looking so chic summer after summer. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at $30. You can find silk tops, 14-karat jewelry, and so much more. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all of those savings on to us. And don't get me started on their towels. I have the Quince waffle towels at the Palm Springs house. I have them in white and they are so soft. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. Are you watching any Real Housewives? I'm the worst person for this. No, but I get I keep up with the info from Mr. Bubs. Okay, so which the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion, the last one finally yes. aired. What did Mr. Bubs have to say about it? Well, I haven't talked to him about it yet. <laughs> well, Kathy Hilton made an appearance. Okay, you tell me what you think, and then I'll talk to Mr. Bubs about it. Because many listeners are like, love when she talks about housewives, and I do not want to take this away from you. From them. So, I love Lisa Rinna. And I feel like she's getting, she's definitely um, trigger happy when it comes to her Instagram and things like that. And there's so many people that, again, it goes back to like, why are you tuning in? Like if Lisa Rinna tones it down, why are you tuning in? What you going to watch? Right. Where's the drama? Where's the drama? Where's the feisty? You, You may not dig her, but you at least need to say thank you for making something happen this season. Right. You always have to have someone who is not afraid to talk. And everyone wants to say that she ran people off the show. 
No, 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 no. I did see that. <laughs> I saw a lot of memes that were like, look at all the amazing people she's run off the show. The victims. Yes. Okay. Oh, let, careful with that fucking word. Yeah. Right? Careful. Come on. Yeah. Everyone knows what they signed up for when they start doing reality TV. Your skeletons could be brought out. You have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Whether, and and by the way, I've, Kathy Hilton, love her. Mm-hmm. She adds like a lightness to the show, right? That's yes. really funny. Like Hunky Dory talking about it was the the toe that broke the camel's back. I did see that. What the fuck are you talking about? This is awesome. The toe I toe that broke the camel's back. We're confusing camel toe <laughs> with straws breaking camel's backs. But who am I the fuck to judge you? Because I don't know the difference between submerse, submerge, and immerse. Immerse. <laughs> Just either. combine them all. I liked it. Yeah. But again, there's a lot of things that happen in Hollywood that people know and it gets tricky mm-hmm. it gets tricky because it's like what's real what's not real and it's hard because erica jane wants to step in for her friend lisa rinna right but people are like she doesn't have any credibility not yeah and do you think i do have a couple number one is kathy coming back next season do we know that do you think she will she said she wasn't no. Did yeah, she say she that on she, the reunion? I just saw something on Instagram that said she's not coming back. Okay. And number two, do you think, Kathy, like you just said, you know what you sign up for when you get on a reality TV show. Do you think Kathy knew or do you think maybe she thought, oh, this will be a fun? I think some people think they're above things. Okay. This could never happen to me. Right. Look at all the, look at, look at what I have. I can shut it all down. Right. And we've seen even the m- most powerful fall. Yeah. The richest and the most powerful fall. Like mm-hmm. So that way of thinking, you shouldn't do reality TV. If you think you're untouchable, don't do reality TV. Because the second you sign that contract, it doesn't matter. Like, right. They, they'll expose it all. What I will say, though, is when you have a tough season, if you're a reality TV personality, don't let it drive you out. Because next year, something else will happen. Someone else is going to be the villain. Someone else is going to have a storyline. They, We're going to be, it won't carry on to the next season because you got to end it because right. it's not interesting anymore. Just like if Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy continued on <laughs> to the next season, we'd all be like, got it. We don't we give a it. fuck at this yeah. point who was in the yeah. right or wrong. Bring me something new and fresh. Yeah. And I learned that when I left season five, when I ran away and I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Now you got a bad season, quiet the noise, stay off the phone, don't look at the comments. If you don't see it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Go back, take the opportunity, have fun and realize like this time will come to an end at some point. Whether yeah. you leave or not, mm-hmm. it, nothing lasts forever. Mm-hmm. So take it by the balls and fucking enjoy it. That's really good advice. You should write a book on that. Like, I so should? you want to be on reality TV, question mark, by Lala Ken. Seriously, because think of all the reality TV. That's a great, because my thought would be, if you're a villain one season on reality TV, that kind of sticks with you. No. But you're saying you you kind of go up and down, in and out. It's like. You do. Yeah. Just like Lisa Vanderpump always told me. It's things, things go away. No one remembers. And then you rewatch OG episodes of Mm -hmm. people freaking out. Like when I had season seven happened where I was calling Raquel a Bambi-eyed bitch and all of these things. People were coming for me. Yeah. Calling me pretty horrific things. Mm -hmm. 
Now when I post that shit, people are like, this was iconic. Iconic. I know. Yes, your shit will turn to iconic. So you just, there's a very, it's an art. Yeah. Not everyone. No, I could never. I would be the most boring reality TV person. But there are also reality TV stars that I'm like, how... I don't get the for I don't understand the formula yet because I look at someone like you and I'm like done if I were a producer I'd cast her on any reality TV show but there are other people I watch that I'm like huh people love them I don't get why yeah there's something about them that like people just love and I don't necessarily understand it right so I don't know it's interesting. You well, have like, to have it. Garcelle is the perfect example. Yeah. She's always the voice of reason. She has these little one-liners that are like, okay, you just smoked this bitch. Right. With one, and it wasn't even that mean, but you like literally put her six feet deep. Well, yeah. not literally, but Gar- you know what I mean. <laughs> Garcelle, that Mr. Bubs did tell me Garcelle's, he goes, oh, she's a fan favorite this season. She's a fan favorite. She always will be because she is level-headed. She has that face that she makes when mm-hmm. that is her her look will just like, when she's done, Your shows on her face, and that's all we need to see. Yeah, she's powerful. When Very. I yeah. when I see her on the show, or see her photos, or see her anywhere in like paparazzi videos, I like get like a oh, I get taken aback. I'm like she geez. she commands a room when she walks in. That's she commands a room. That's yes. exactly what it is. Oh, I wanted to talk about this real quick because mm-hmm. we were doing opening titles, mm-hmm. and I did it with Katie and Ariana. And I just got really excited about the show coming out. I'm like, I feel, because again, I'm a huge reality TV fan. Right. So even though I'm a part of it and it it, it gets intense, it's mm-hmm. like, I know that when someone has a fucking meltdown or whatever, I'm like, yes, <laughs> can't wait to see it. Because I love it so much. And I, yes. and I know, like, even when I watch, for example, Dorinda Medley and her clipped, <laughs> clipped. And I know that feeling when you're in scene and you're like, because that's just who we are. That's why right. we're on a show. Yeah. I just, I'm like, I don't fuck with you, bitch. Yeah. But like, I can't wait to see that shit. On yes. TV, no, know? that's exciting. And we haven't talked since the opening titles. How did it go? I know you can't talk about a ton, but obviously for no, anyone who was, doesn't know, opening titles are the opening titles. They're the iconic. Iconic. It's completely different than what people are used to. Okay. You looked incredible and you posted a photo. It was fucking amazing well thank god katie took photos and then i asked her because she was like i'm gonna post and i was like i have no content ever because these bitches get to it before i do and it's always on their phone (laughs) and i look and i'm like damn i look good send them to me and it's for them to post so i said can you just include me yes yeah yeah. because they do the collab thing can you just collab me (laughs) so she did but katie and i by the way ariana and katie looked unbelievable i told katie the next date you go on like this gotta be the look yes and she was like really with the red lip i said no forget the fucking red lip Mm. that eye neutral lip get the tits up (laughs) you're gonna have a husband you look like this you're gonna have a fucking husband yeah she always looks stunning but this was like a vibe ariana's makeup i told her this is the look Mm -hmm. that you like this would be my go-to this would be my go-to and the colors all looked incredible next to each other so we start talking as Mm -hmm. we're waiting to start and I was like I just can't wait for this season like Katie and I are planning watch parties and like this is the drill and Ariana was like I I can definitely wait and I said what why and she was talking about how affected she gets when the show starts airing and that's where the fine line comes in because I told her stop looking at shit people say to you And she said, I can. It's like I seek it out. 
I try to find like mean comments and I'm like, why would anyone want to do that to themselves? Because that's interesting. I get a lot of love in the DMs. Mm-hmm. Like it is few and far between that I'm getting people ripping me a new one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Ariana's look the same because for the most part, people are normal. There's not just a bunch of psychos in the world writing no. you hate mail. All right. With no time on their hair. It's trolls. No. Yes. Yeah. So she's one that gets very affected when the season starts airing. Will I have a good season? What will people say? How will they say I look? And I'm looking at her going like, you're one of the most beautiful people in that I've ever seen. Yes. Your body is like, if I had that body with that ass, oh, forget it. Spandex every fucking day. <laughs> Done. Leather bustiers. <laughs> Like, I'd be throwing it, bitch. Right. Yeah, and she's just struggling. And it's so, and I, it's so sad because she's obviously, she came on tour and I, we had dinner together. So I got to know her a little over dinner. And I'm like, you're just the chillest bitch I've ever met. Oh, she's so fucking so chill. Kind, so kind. Cool. But, and then there's these losers that hate themselves at home. So Right. And then they decide, but it's like, I wish I could just convince everyone that like literally the negative comments are, are actual losers who hate themselves Yeah, and they're trying to make others feel they have no time on their hands. I feel so sad for any of their dogs or kids. And I'm just going to say that because so many of them, I click on their profile and it's either a little kid in their photo or a fucking dog. And I'm like, I'm, I feel so bad for your dog and your kids to have to live with someone like you. No, I know. I feel the same way. And that makes me so sad and they've got to affect her, but she won't not look at them. And some people just have to see it. Some people have to see it. And I hate that for her, but I kept telling her like, you are, I just feel like it's important. This is one thing that I think I would change about myself. Mm -hmm. I can build you up to where you think you, to where you know, Mm -hmm. like you're the baddest thing walking this earth, right? Mm -hmm. I build a bitch up. Right. When someone doesn't act right and they come for me, I won't make you feel good. But I'm just curious, what would you rather? You would rather just be able to turn around and walk away? I'd rather be a Garcelle. Oh, okay. I'd rather be a Garcelle. You, above it. Above it okay. and and say how you make me feel and that I'm disengaging like a Meredith Marks. And instead, I decide to just fucking tornado your ass (laughs) to the ground but i'm hoping that that will change with age yeah yeah do yeah i mean it it goes back to though also it is just interesting to watch granted i get what you're saying though because garcelle can do it where she's like i'm disengaging and it's still like like i feel empowered when i watch 100 percent. she does that yeah but there was this woman who slid in my dm over the weekend all you hate, a lot of you hating people are women. And I'm just like, get your shit and together. she's old. Like, she's got to be pushing 80, right? Okay. And she looked, her profile picture looked like like a sweet old lady. Oh. So I decided to open it. She goes off on me. Because, you know, I'm a poster. Bring the motherfucking dogs out. Yeah. So she blah, blah, blah. I won't even read the first part. Mm-hmm. Men look at that, like what I'm posting. And they don't want what they see. Get me? I'm an old retired executive. See, even Lily makes some noise. Bring the fucking dogs out, Will. Um, get me. I'm an old retired executive that weeded my way to the best man out there. Every man whined and died me. Men see that crazy disrespectful behavior makes you look ugly AF. F-R-F-R. I assume that means for real, for real. Oh. oh. She said, I was you. So I told her, I said, yo, Pam, 
You think I'm worried about what a man sees and thinks? What an old school and sad mentality. You coaching me on how to stay silent to bag a man? We would not get along. You live for the approval of others. I live for me. I hope one day you can have what I have. It's a shame you don't already at your age. Yes. She responds. Oh, yes, no. love her response. Bring the dogs out, bitch. <laughs> yes, love her response. She responds. Listen here, Lauren. Oh. Again, Lauren ain't an insult. No. You guys think it's an insult. It's not. I'm aware of my name, but some of you call me Lauren, and that is not my name. Yeah. My name is Lauren. From fucking Utah. I thought that was like a compliment, like, because you said it at your beauty party when I first, you are like, I'm Lauren from, Lauren from Utah. And I was like, yes. People use that as an insult. All the time. Oh, People think it's an insult, and it's like, it's not. Yawn. And if, if you think that I just like one day was like, I'm going to be fucking Lala. Yeah. No nickname from my friends, yeah. actually, when I was a little kid. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, <laughs> stupid board. I have been married for 21 years. I drive a Benz, live in Waterfront at the Jersey Shore. My hubs works for the state, and I'm retired. You're reaching for what I have already, little oh. Lauren. Remember that. I'm so grossed yes, because out. I know. I know. First of all, let me know when you're driving a Rolls Royce and living in fucking Beverly Hills, bitch. Right. First of all, okay, proud of you. Very proud. You drive a Benz, you're retired, you live on Jersey Shore. Like, that sounds awesome. I'm not proud of you. So I wrote her back and said, again, everything you mentioned are things. Mm -hmm. You find self-worth in the wrong places. You have nothing I want. She writes a response back. It's all fucking stupid what she says. I'm proud of you for your bends and your Jersey Shore waterfront property. That's Lala being kind. I don't give a fuck about any of your shit. Like you say, you say I've been married for 20 years. There have been women and men married for 50 years who have never been more miserable in their marriages. Right. That like anything you just anything and everything. There are people with the Rolls Royces, with the mansions, (laughs) with the husbands of 50 years who are fucking miserable. And that's exactly what I feel from her. Miserable or she wouldn't be messaging you. Pam, if your life is so great, what are you doing DMing Lala about a photo she posted or whatever the fuck? you watch on TV? That's the only reason you know me. Yeah. You're fucking welcome. I'm on your TV at your (laughs) beachfront property in Jersey Shore. I'm so, All right. I'm embarrassed for you, No, I was embarrassed for her too because I'm like, you're, you're talking about things, which by the way, I had a lot of things. Yeah. I still have a lot of things. Yeah. And guess what? I'm no happier now. Actually, I'm a lot happier now mm. than I was when I was sitting at my parents' house in Utah saying, I have big dreams and it, I'll be happy when I accomplish them. Guess what? I've accomplished them and I have had more turmoil in my life than I've ever had, ever. Right. And I could go out and buy, you know, go get a new car. I could go buy a Benz, Pam. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I, that's exactly what, exactly. You, you sit here and you could go do those things, but you choose to do other things with your time. It's like your love language is quality time. I guarantee if someone were to sit you down and say, Lala, did you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm living big when, or I did it when you got your first Birkin? Maybe, but it's not like to this day, you're hanging on to that feeling. If I could just get another Birkin, I would have really made it like, no. You, can, you have the Birkins, and I'm sure it means more to you, you going to a pumpkin patch with the ocean. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah, I was like, sh- show me something. I learned this in AA. Yeah. Surround yourself with people who have 
what you want. Mm -hmm. And that goes well beyond just sobriety. Like when I'm sitting in a room, so I went to an AA meeting on Friday and I got my birthday cake because on my actual fourth birthday, I had Ocean and I just, I wanted to spend time with her. I wanted to go and play at Universal. So I went to my AA meeting and got my cake and my sponsor brought me my four-year chip. Congrats. Thank you. so exciting. Yeah. And the speaker had been sober for... 35 years and she said surround yourself with people who have what you want and I was sitting there listening because people would introduce themselves and give their amount of time and I was like I kept finding myself saying I want that Mm -hmm. I want 35 years yeah I want this woman talking about how she stayed sober through the pandemic and wanted to like bury herself because she was like my family's driving me fucking insane (laughs) feel you you. yes i was like i want that i Mm want to be in a house with my family where i'm like you're rubbing me the fucking (laughs) wrong way but i've been sober for 18 years and you motherfucker are not gonna ruin that for me you know yes because that's the shit that matters yes you talking about your things i don't care i've had so many things all right? right i've been on pjs i've been in twenty-five thousand square foot like ocean view mexican mansions i have done and had a lot of beautiful things in my life that no i may not have paid for my partner was paying for those things there's a lot of things that i look around and i'm like how am i affording to like do what i'm doing right now it doesn't fucking matter yeah. i want happiness i want freedom i want self-love i want to make a difference in this world i want to help someone who's in a toxic environment be like you know what i found strength in that woman I don't care about your Benz and your 21 year relationship or your fucking waterfront Jersey Shore, whatever. Yep. Come to me with substance, bitch. A a fucking men. And let me tell you, all those all those people who are living their life to the fullest and who are happy are not negatively sliding in your DMs. So that's how you know. Pam, I'm sorry you're so we're sorry you're so miserable. And I hope you find happiness because because that is sad. That's so fucking sad. sad. When people, I stopped looking at a lot of my DMs and I know it's not, I couldn't even imagine what you see just from the couple of negative comments I see. But literally when I get, and I wish like going back to Ariana, I wish she would feel this way. And I'm sure it's, it's different for everyone. When I get a neg, when I get a comment that's like, you're so fucking annoying and an ass kisser and all this shit. What honestly it feels like to me And I, because I was trying to equate this feeling to something. If you were to look at me, Lala, and be like, I fucking hate your blue hair. You look so fucking ugly with blue hair. It's disgusting. It makes me sick. I would look at you like, oh my God, you're a crazy person. I don't have fucking blue hair. What are you talking about? And I I would just feel like a little concerned for you because I'd be like, hey, she thinks I have blue fucking hair. Is she okay? And that's literally how I feel when people are like coming at me. I'm like, oh. Are you okay? Because that's not me. Are you okay? Yeah. Obviously, you don't know me. And I hope you go find help and sanity. And that's literally how I feel. So when you say like full circle, people like Ariana get affected. I'm like, you're a bad bitch. And these people are not like right. They need help. Yeah. Like they're coming at you saying things and they don't fucking know you. Right. Like I don't hang out with you because I think what uh, Janice from wisconsin said about you right i and i know you i'm around you a lot yes what that person is saying she doesn't know you it's so sad 
I know. I love Ariana. So I hope she gets through that. Another DM that I got. Oh, God. And this was like a real DM. A girl asking me to mentor her on how to be a sugar baby. And she was like, I mean, no disrespect by this. But none of my friends know, like, are in this type of world. So I was hoping that you could, like, be my mentor. Did you think, did you get the vibe that she thought you were one at one time? Well, a lot of people do. Stop. Yeah. And we speak about that this season. You do? Yeah. Wait, I never, I've never read that anywhere. By the way, if you're looking to be a sugar baby, and let's just say I was, I'm the worst person to mentor you. Because, like, I was, like, begging for a new sewer that he wouldn't even pay for. I'm like, no, the ceiling is going to fall through full of shit (laughs) if we don't pay for this. And he was like, can you split it with me? So, like, I'm the worst (laughs) person. (laughs) What, did you respond or no? Were you just like, I I said, I can't help you because I'm not a sugar baby and never have been. So I'll be no of you. I won't be of any use What do you you feel about sugar babies? It's like live your life if you want, but be fucking careful because there's some dangerous people out there. You know, I before everything happened, mm-hmm. I used to be even in my book. I'm like, do you boo? Mm. And now because of my <laughs> trauma, I look down upon it pretty heavily just yeah. because, you know, when when you're in a when you think you're in a happy space, even though you're not one, you're like, do you boo? And then you kind of see what that world is like. Mm. Like what's been happening behind your back and you start start realizing like, oh my God, maybe maybe he looked at me like I was just a sugar baby and he could keep me around with things and that wasn't where my mindset was. My mindset was like, oh my gosh, I'm here like being a stepmom and I'm, mm. you know, teaching kids how to like read. I'm doing homework on a Friday so that yeah. we can go have fun tonight. Like I didn't think of myself that way at all, but maybe that person did. So when I look at it, now and just where I am like thank god I I sat there and thought I'm gonna work my ass off no matter what because my mama taught me to never depend on anybody so when I see women who are sugar babies Mm -hmm. I'm like girl I don't get it yeah it ain't worth it I see I when I do see the women who are sugar babies and look if there's like there's a lot that goes into it, but just the surface level. I don't if, even know what goes into it. I mean, I think it's different for everyone. I think there's sexual exchange. I think there's just items exchange. I don't know. I don't really know the world. I, I think as long as you're genuinely happy and stay safe, then that's one thing I've heard and seen. There's documentaries about it. A lot of shit that goes wrong. Like, yeah. You're in an even exchange relationship for a couple of years and it's great. And then the woman wants to get out and she kind of can't. Okay. I like where we're going here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's assume you're a sugar baby in a safe. All of it is consensual. All of it is safe. Cause that's the main thing. I want you safe. I need your mental to be safe. Mm-hmm. Cause that's also very, very important. I need you physically and emotionally safe. Let's just say we're there. If you are exchanging sexual favors for something I highly recommend you do it for money. Mm, And not things. And not things because things aren't going to get you anywhere. Don't let him pay for your apartment. Don't let him buy you bags. No, honey, I'm going to need cold, hard cash. Okay. So you save up to get get yourself out of there. You 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 fucking stack the paper. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. Because there are another thing I saw and I got to get the name of the documentary. (laughs) If you want to know, DM me. It's on, I think, Netflix. But there are... um, 
there are a lot of sugar babies apparently that are not allowed to have jobs because of that situation because then they can stack it up. They can get the things, stack up their cash from the job, the actual job where they're like, you know, whatever. I know sugar babies is an actual job. I'm not trying to offend anyone, but like a job where they have a W-2 and all that. And they're not allowed to have it. And, and I found out by watching the documentary is because in a lot of situations, the sugar daddy, quote unquote, doesn't want the girl to just stack up the cash and be able to get And out. have independence. So there yes, we go. You're no longer emotionally safe. Yeah. So I advise against being a sugar baby. I advise you start a business, go get a real job, be independent. That's what my mom always taught me to do. So I hate to put a bee in your bonnet. I am not a sugar baby. I have never been a sugar baby. And I know that some of you may think otherwise. We'll let you uh, have that fun imagination of yours. (laughs) Just run wild. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I was talking to my best friend, Olivia. Okay. The one who our moms have been friends in junior high, and then our daughters are six months apart, five months, I think. And I asked her, she has four kids, three boys and Hazel Grace. And I said, are you done? Are you not having kids anymore? And by the way, most phenomenal mother in the entire world. I take her advice because she's got it figured out. And she's a stay-at-home mom, which I think would be the hardest job in the entire world. Mm. Um, I I just respect all moms, whether you're working, stay at home. It's just you're fucking killing the game. Um, And she got really emotional because she said, I don't want to close that chapter of my life because I just – the feeling of having a newborn is so special. She got very emotional. And she said, but I just – 
can't help but think, how will each of my kids suffer if I bring another baby into the family? Because she said, with each kid, you can no longer give each one what they need. It's just, I know that like, my oldest is going to need me in this way. My middle is going to need me in this way. And if I bring another baby into the world, like what What am I going to have to take away to now give this new baby what it needs? Oh, that's interesting. And I had never that's thought about point. that because I come from Utah and some of these people have nine kids and it's just like, because I wanted nine kids. Yeah. And they don't think about, well, how is, you know, Max going to suffer if I bring in another Child, how do I remember? How would you remember all those names? (laughs) (laughs) I barely remember the names of my siblings. Yeah, how do you? That's a great. Did that make you think differently? Because have you always wanted a certain number of children or not? When I was young, Mm -hmm. like 16, yeah, I thought I was going to marry my high school sweetheart. Okay. And my first high school sweetheart, which was like a dreadful experience. I wrote about him in the book. Oh, it was that one? (laughs) It was like his family couldn't know about me. He was very Mormon. He was not the one where you came to visit him, right? And he was a dick? No, that was when I was older. Okay, okay, okay. Um, But what did you just ask? Oh, I wanted six kids. I just always, I remember this family had six kids and it looked so fun. (laughs) It looked so fun. The mom always looked exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> but the kids were having a blast. I was like, I'm going to have six kids. Now that ship has sailed, obviously, because yeah. I'd have to really start banking them out <laughs> like two at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And even just having one is like yeah. a lot. Do you ever think now, because I know you've mentioned it before about, and I know they'll see this maybe on the upcoming season of Vanderpump, but like, What's your mindset now with kids? Or are you just like, I don't want to think about it. It's me. I'm like, I don't want to fucking think about it. No, I think about it because I have ocean. And by the way, I say it's a lot just because I want to, I want to provide her with experiences and things that are going to like mentally and emotionally stimulate her. So she's, you know, I just want her to have experiences. I want her to be around a lot of kids. I want her to have a sibling. So a sperm donor is an option. Mm -hmm. But then I met with this fertility um, consultant, or specialist um, at Stassi's house. And she said, I would freeze your eggs because then you have an insurance policy. You're going to meet someone. That's going to happen. You're going to meet someone. And then when you do, you just create embryos and there you go. Mm-hmm. And maybe you conceive just like naturally the old fashioned way. But at least you know that you have them and you're still open to, okay, I'm going to have a baby, but I'm also going to have it with a partner. That's a good option. So I don't know what it's I'm going to do. Yeah, it's I have a friend back in New York who just started the egg freezing process and she's 35. And I was honest. I was like, wait, what? You're, you're 35? And they're like, yeah. she's like, yeah, that's my doctor recommended. They say at 35 is yeah. when things for a female start to just decrease. Yeah, that's why I think a lot of people do it at 35. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand of the, because I love that point Olivia brought, every time you have another child it sort of takes away specific something from that child yeah four kids yes. is a lot a hundred percent is four she's ki- at three right now she's at four. Oh, she's she at it would four. be five okay on the other hand of that as one of five I do think there were things I learned growing up and had to adapt as far as like number one I was always kind of fighting for attention so I feel like I learned to be a little like funny or comedy like a lot of I got that from like 
as soon as I got to make someone laugh in my family, I was getting attention. So I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to do this more. And then another thing is like, I am not, Kyle's an only child. Well, he was for like 25 years. And he, it's hard for him to deal with like, he has his space. Mm -hmm. He's got his stuff. Like, don't fucking touch it. Not for me, but like, this is my area. Like when he had roommates, for me, I'm just like, I share everything. What's mine is yours. And I feel like I learned how to be that way because I had to be with four siblings. So there are positives and negatives, I feel. You know, I think there are too. Yeah. And maybe there's something that you could do. And this is just in a perfect world because this is what I thought, you know, with Ocean before she came. I was like, this is how the, our life is going to be. And then they come and you're like, that goes out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're just making it work. But maybe there's something where like if you had a lot of kids, maybe at a certain time every night you get together in the bed, everyone talks. Maybe you do a one-on-one with each of your kids. Yeah. I don't know. That's so cute. We had the family dinners where it's like, that's all we had. We had 6 p.m. Everyone sits around the table. My dad would go around and say, tell us the best part of your day. Tell us the worst. And like, we couldn't miss family dinners. We could only miss it for emergencies. And like, that was my mom. I love that. I was just like, and then yeah. as you get older, you have like such a, hopefully. Yeah. Have such like a beautiful connection with all your siblings. Yeah, because you keep that sort of line of communication open, even if it's only an hour every day because you're all so busy. Right. It's like you have that hour together. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think I'll tap out at three. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Three is good. Yeah. I could see you having six still. But I would. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> but I will say when I talk to my mom about it. Yeah. She's like, Ocean's always going to be my favorite. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, Ocean's always going to be my favorite. Let's be honest. And and Easton was there when I said this. And I was like, well, Ocean's always going to be my favorite too. I mean, you always have a special connection with just like your firstborn. He was like, thanks. Oh. (laughs) Thanks. But no, Ocean will always be, I think Ocean even, and you guys can all say, oh no, that's not going to, that's not how it's going to be when you see your next baby. But Ocean and just like, her personality mixed with like having to leave that life behind at seven months. And even though she's not going to remember it, like I just look at her and I have such a soft spot in my heart for her. Yeah. She's like like your best friend and your daughter. And I know a lot of moms are like, you should never be best friends with your daughter, but I see you and your mom are best friends. No, no, no. I'm best friends with my daughter. (laughs) She doesn't even know it yet. She is my everything. And yes, we'll always have a special bond because she's my daughter. Yeah. But there's going to be a place that for her is just a little different. Yeah. I think. A hundred percent. But I could have another baby and it will all be the same. Yeah. I don't know. She's the only one I have right now. So of course a baby that doesn't exist that I think about could be mine one day. I'm like, no, <laughs> you ain't hitting like Ocean does. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't hitting. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, this was fun. I liked this episode. This Lily's was crying so at the fun. door. Um, I love you guys so much. I hope that you had an incredible Halloween. I hope that everyone was safe and just like blew it out the ass in the most productive and happy way ever. Those of you who don't drink, I hope that you got buck wild on Perrier and I will catch you next week. 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.